Hello everybody and welcome back to Expression FM Sport. My name is Michael Sclover and this evening I'm joined by Tom Pacillo as we anticipate another floodlit fixture here at St. James Park. Exeter City hosts Derby County in their penultimate home game of the season, looking to overturn a bad run of form in April. With the Devon Derby defeat and also the overall three consecutive losses in EFL League One, City no longer hold a position in the top half. Survival, however, can be officially confirmed if the Grecians triumph over the Rams. If there ever was a good time to face Derby County, now is certainly the time. Paul Warren's men are underperforming and have won just one of their last six and two of the last nine. For a team that was expected to advance straight back to the championship through automatic promotion, these are definitely not the results that fans hoped for. The Rams still have a solid chance of snatching sixth place from Peterborough and making the playoffs. Heavily assisted by relegation-threatened Cambridge United, who managed to beat the posh on Saturday, Derby have closed the gap to just one point. Paul Warren's men will be looking for a victory tonight to keep the pressure on the fellow championship relegated side. Former Ireland international and Sheffield United striker David McGoldrick is certainly a player to watch for the Rams with 19 goals to his name already. Exeter City hosts Derby County for the first time since 1993 in what will only be the second ever league encounter between the two sides. The teams last met in late October. At the time, City were ahead of Derby in the table courtesy of a strong start under former manager Matt Taylor. That day, however, a goalless draw was the outcome after 90 minutes. A draw that allowed Gary Coldwell to earn his first point as Exeter City's new gaffer in what was his opening game in charge. Exeter have changed and developed since then and tonight's clash with the Rams is arguably the best chance the Grecians have of putting points on the board this month. Who will come out on top? The game will show. And today, I'm once again joined by Tom Piccillo. Tom, the tough run of games against promotion contenders continues. Exeter so far with zero points this month. But there couldn't be a better chance to do it than today. Yeah, it's a good point, Michael. I mean, today is a, is a really good opportunity to put that form right, isn't it? Three league defeats in a row for Exeter City. And Derby County, who have been in a bit of tricky form at the moment, only one win in their last six for the Rams. They're really playing for something. I mean, you can say Exeter, maybe after that Devon Derby, haven't got much to play for. The complete opposite can be said about Derby County. They are just about just trying to reach on to that final promotion uh, playoff uh, place and currently sat in seventh that may be in, in a good position to do that still but they really need to start putting points on the board a defeat today and I think that looks really unlikely with just a few games to go I think Exeter though will probably fancy themselves to cause a bit of an upset they've got good home form and I think that that's that's the main point really of course a loss to Plymouth last time out but when you look at the fashion in which that goal was scored I don't actually think that the result was really deserved overall. I mean, I think Exeter were probably the better side on the day. It says, I mean, maybe that sounds a bit weird. Our goal obviously coming out on top, but I think they've got a chance to put that right today. And uh, a win against Derby uh, this evening would, would be fantastic. Yeah, you mentioned the Devon Derby. Question is, have Exeter recovered, especially mentally, from that defeat? It was just two days ago. Well, yeah, and that's the big question, isn't it? I mean, how long does it take to recover from a game like that? I think Gary Colwell will have been saying, you know, take in those scenes at full time, feel that disappointment, but you've got to use that to, to bounce back. And Exeter have done that throughout their history. Derby have as well, and they're, and they're singing at the moment, top of their lungs, because, I mean, when you consider the places they've been in. Uh, but Exeter, of course, we've had some disappointment over the years. Playoff defeats to 
Blackpool, Coventry, Northampton, and we've come back eventually. Uh, you know, come uh, been promoted to, to League One. So the, clearly, the, uh, the side has got that mentality to bounce back. Let's hope they can do it. And the side that can do it is as follows: Team News for Exeter City in goal is Jamal Blackman. A back three of Alex Hartridge, Captain Will Ameson and Pierce Sweeney. One change at left wing back where Jacob Priest replaces Demi Mitchell who suffered a knock ahead of today. And at right wing, wing back, it's as always Josh Key. A midfield of Archie Collins, Harry Kite and Kex Chalky. The exact same as against Plymouth. But two changes up top. And it is Sonny Cox partnering James Scott. Nombi and Stansfield both out of the squad for today's fixture. On the bench for Exeter City is Gary Woods, Jack Sparks, Rakeem Harper, Joe White, Josh Coley, Jonathan Grounds and Pedro Borges who once again makes the squad for a game. And for Derby County and Paul Warren have gone for a 3-5-1-1 formation. In goal is Joe Woodsmith, a back three of Ian Cashin, Curtis Davis and Hayden Roberts. At wing-back's position, it's Natalian Mendes-Lane and Craig Fawcett. A midfield of Lewis Sibley, Jason Knight and Connor Hurerin. And the striker up top is David McGoldrick. The substitutes for Derby County, Luke McKee, Tom Barkhusen, James Collins, Corey Smith, Lewis Dobbin, Harvey White and Jay Crooney. The referee for today is Andy Woolmer, assisted by Christopher Husband and Rabel Kirasuya. The fourth official is Alan Young. Tom, a new partnership up top, also a change at left wing back. Probably not the best squad that Exeter City could have had. But nonetheless, another chance for the Sonny Cox and another chance for James Scott. Yeah, absolutely. I think the focus is going to be on those two strikers with Nombe and Stano both dropping out of the side. The pressure falls, I guess, to Sonny Cox and James Scott, both having got tremendous goal scoring records but then you can't forget that Sonny did end up getting a goal against Oxford earlier this season James Scott has already scored in front of the Big Bang so we both, we know that they're both capable of scoring goals let's hope they can get one today and as we speak here come the teams on the hello turf of St James Park not a sellout but nonetheless, as usual, a wonderful atmosphere with a packed away end once again. Exeter City will be playing in their red and white home kit with Derby County playing in their black and green away kit. Tom, the final floodlight fixture of the year. I know you love those. Yeah, absolutely. It's a fitting way to bow out, isn't it, on my last commentary for Expression FM. But yeah, a, a nice night under the, under the floodlights. And well, we've had a few good moments down the years under, under the, the floodlights here at St. James Park. Let's hope for another. Once again, players take the knee, showing that there'll be no room for racism in football or in society. Andy Warmer blows his whistle on Derby County kickoff. We're underway in the first half and the visitors will be kicking towards the Big Bank with Exeter City kicking towards the St. James Road and now with Cashin forward and a great attack and now McGoldrick on the left hand side Derby have got space and a crossing opportunity for Derby top scorer it's a cross goal and tapped in and what a save by Jamal Blackman unbelievable what an attack from Derby County and uh, McGoldrick finding the opportunity to cross across the face of goal 
and a shot fired towards goal. And Jamal Blackman involved early on. What a save, Tom. Yeah, fantastic save from Jamal Blackman. It took a little ricochet, didn't it, off of one of the Derby strikers. And Jamal Blackman, I don't think he knew much about it, but he managed to get his body on, on the line and, and block the shot. Here's the corner kick. Floated by Mendes Lane into the area. And once again, it's Jamal Blackman. We know how confident he is when it comes to catching the ball in the air on a set piece. And he boots it forward towards Sonny Cox. It looks like Harry Kite is playing at right wing back. Yeah, it's a position we've seen him play before, but not normally when Josh Key's in the lineup. It's uh, it's an odd position for Harry Kite. Obviously, you can consider him more as a central midfielder. But at the moment, pushing over on the right-hand side, not something we expected at the start of this game. And James Scott... The player to take this corner kick, a bit of a surprising decision with Archie Collins on the pitch. It seems ridiculous, doesn't it? Well, Josh Key on the pitch as well. You'd think either of those are probably more likely. I think James Scott is just laughing it off at the moment. I mean, not really sure, sure why, but there we go. I mean, he's probably a little bit surprised that he's taking them too. Dominant possession at the moment from Gary Coldwell's men. And here's Chalk advancing through the middle. Offloads to Jake Caprice and maybe a crossing opportunity. And the Caprice chop in play once again. Now it goes into the middle from Caprice and headed in. And what a save by Wildsmith to deny Josh Key. A header off the turf. And the keeper reacts. The best chance of the game for City. And certainly as good one as the one Derby had early in the game. Oh, it's an unbelievable move, but what a better save. I mean, it's Gordon Banks-esque, isn't it, from Joe Wildsmith. You've got to say, he's been super for, for Derby this season. Well, that might be one of the saves of the season from the Derby number one. Unbelievable work, but City will now get a corner kick and hope to convert it. Caprice with a very clever pass towards Kek Shawkin, and even better from the midfielder. Now Caprice, and Caprice just scuffing that shot with his right foot, looking for the bottom corner, but just not enough. But what a pass it was, first from Jake Caprice, and then even better from Kex Chalke. Absolutely, Chalke's been on fire at the start of this one, but Caprice, I mean, I think he's showing the symptoms of a player who's only scored two career goals there. Uh, it wasn't the greatest shot, dragged it wide. Of course, he has scored this season against Sheffield Wednesday, but uh, you're gonna need a better shot than that to trouble Joe Wildsmith. Still Exeter City nil, Derby nil, 16 minutes played. Now on the left and forward, diagonally to David McGoldrick. But it's headed away, not convincingly though. And here come Derby on the edge of the box. Wide option available with Knight. And maybe a crossing opportunity for the fullback. Couple of oversteps against Jay Caprice. And, and it goes no, still stays in. And goes around Caprice across the face of goal from Knight. And Blackman reacts. Knight caught slightly lucky there. But almost finds the right pass. Yeah, it all stemmed from a Will Ameson header that he completely misjudged. Derby ended up fashioning a good chance there, but Jamal Blackman ended up smothering that ball. In the end, I think Exeter are happy to defend it, but I think you've got to cut out those silly mistakes, and I think Will Ameson was, uh, was guilty on there. Now Archie Collins and a big tackle, and Derby win it back, and this could be a chance shot towards goal, and just wide of the left post from Louis Sibley. And this was a great chance for Derby. Archie Collins still on the ground. It was a big tackle from the Derby midfielder. And then Sibley with a chance just wide. Yeah, absolutely. Good challenge in the midfield. But it was Sibley's chance. And you really did think it was going to make its way into the back of the net. Jamal Batman looked beaten. But in the end, it just went down the, the wrong side of that right-hand post. City will count their lucky stars. Archie Collins is back up on his feet. So it looks like he'll be able to continue. City led away with that one, I think. Noise is immediately activated 
at the away end. And Exeter need to be careful trying to move through that midfield this time. They were caught outnumbered. But a wide shot and Exeter escape still remains at 0-0. Half an hour played in this game. Still the ball with Derby and it's forward into midfield with Mendes Lane. Still with Mendes Lane and now running through midfield and Derby with another chance shot towards goal and just wide of the target again and maybe Jamal Blackman got a fingertip to it as well. No. It's going to be a goal kick. I thought Jamal Blackman might have had a fingertip to it. Anyway, another chance for Derby and the momentum, the dynamic of the game switching now towards the visitors. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nathaniel Mendes Lang there with a really good chance. He thought he was going to just about curl it into the bottom right-hand corner. I thought Jamal Blackman might have got something on it as well, but I mean, referee hasn't indicated anything, nor did the linesman, so they've probably got it right. Yeah, good chance for Derby. Uh, maybe a little bit of a let-off there. It should probably be 1-0. And Andy Wilmer blows his whistle, and the first half is concluded here at St James Park. At the break is Exeter City 0. Derby County nil, but I think it's fair to say, Tom, that Exeter have been the better side. I think so. I, I think I think so, and I think you could probably set, have said that against Argyle too. But clearly, dominating possession and and the the run of play here at St James Park, Derby clearly look like the visiting side, and I don't think you can say that much for them throughout the season. At the moment, they, they're really in desperate need of, a, of something today. Three points would be would be so crucial in their promotion push, but they look pretty lethargic. If I'm totally honest. Exeter City are in control and we'll have to see if uh, what Paul Warren says to those Rams players at half-time. Still 0-0 though. Yeah, Derby on track for their third draw in a row, but looking quite threatening catching Exeter City out on that edge of the box. And I think with Archie Collins, with Kex Chalky, Gary Caldwell's going to have to be a bit more careful because there were a couple of occasions when Derby almost punished the Grecians. Yeah, exactly, and they've got they've always got to be on the watch out because I mean one mistake from Will Ameson, for example, in that first half led to a, a derby chance, maybe their best chance of the game actually, through uh, uh, through Mendes Lang. So it's got to be they've got to keep their wits about them of Exeter City. But overall, a really good half, and they've just got to repeat that again in the in the second. Certainly, at half time, Exeter City nil, Derby County nil, but certainly more to come here at under the floodlights at St James Park. See you all very soon. And away we go in the second half and Exeter City now will be kicking towards the big bank. Something they were not able to do against Plymouth Argyle, but Derby County, they'll be kicking towards the St. James Road end. Roberts, still in possession, Roberts trying to turn around Harry Kite, who stands strong, but it's gonna be a Derby corner kick. Derby starting much more actively to the way they were in the latter part of the first half. Yeah, Paul Warren's clearly been having words, saying how much they need a result here today. And, well, they've started the second half really lively. It's back with Alex Hartridge, who spots the run of Jake Caprice on the left flank. And just Derby managed to cut it out as well. Caprice missed timing the pass. And Derby with a counter-attacking opportunity. Extra looking to cover the spaces. They can't do so at the moment. And a last-minute tackle by Will Ameson. Another shot coming in as well. But Jamal Blackman is there. Yeah, I mean, City at the moment on the ropes a little bit, aren't they? Uh, struggling to, to defend against the, the pieces that Derby are putting together. Clearly, the fans getting behind the Rams at the moment. And City have got a bit of work to do to get back into this one. On to Joski. Still the ball with Joski. Joski turned round, but now Derby with a counter-attack. Exeter outnumbered once again in their own half. McGoldrick against Archie Collins, but Collins stands his ground. Well against Derby's top scorer, Derby still with the ball, and McGoldrick with a shot from distance. 
but wide of the target. Very ambitious from McGoldrick and Jamal Blackman tore it all the way. No damage dealt. Yeah, I don't think he had a shot in the first half, but David McGoldrick, he went from distance, was never really likely to, to get that one and trouble Jamal Blackman. But I think it says a lot that Derby now feel a bit more confident now that they've opened into the second half. City still have, uh, have to do a bit of work to turn the tide here because at the moment Derby are in control. Cut out by Derby into midfield towards McGoldrick who does excellently to chest the ball down and skip past Will Ameson. And Andy Woolmer saw it clearly. It's going to be a free kick in a very dangerous position for Derby County. And our last, for last five minutes, the first five minutes of the second half, Derby clearly dominating. Yeah, I tweeted at half-time, Michael, that McGoldrick was nowhere near getting into this game, but he seems to be the man running the show at the moment. A really good opportunity there, taken down by Will Ameson as he was en route to, to having a shot. Either way, Derby will now get a, a free kick in a really good position, and McGoldrick stood over it together with Conor Hurrahan. Hurrahan and McGoldrick. And now McGoldrick, it's laid off to him, a shot towards going in! By McGoldrick. And you saw it coming, Tom, into the bottom corner from distance. It was laid off by Hurahan. And McGoldrick finds that corner. His 20th goal in the league this season. And what a strike. Derby County lead on a night. Well, he scored in each of his last three. David McGoldrick make that four in four. And what a screamer that was. An unbelievable strike from Derby County's top goal scorer. Three hat-tricks this season. I mean, you couldn't part him past it to, to score a couple more like that because you know he's got that Premier League quality. Of course, played in the Premier League for Sheffield United not too long ago. And he just brought that quality to, to St. James Park today. The away end erupts and what a strike it was into the top right-hand corner. City have got it all to do. Derby started the second half much better. And, uh, well, City a long way back now. Exeter City nil, Derby County won. I think it what determines good players and excellent players, Tom. McGoldrick quiet in the hole of the first half and just five minutes and he switches on and finds the goal. That's the type of player he is. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's what he can do. We, we've seen it throughout the season. He's not a conventional you know, box attacker. He can, he can do these, have these moments of, of wonder, uh, can David McGoldrick, and he showed it there. I mean, there's no, there's no stopping that. Nothing that Jamal Blackman could do. It's a moment of quality. 40 minutes to play in Pierce Sweeney goes for the centre fire towards goal by Pierce Sweeney, vicious power and Wildsmith has to react parries it out for a corner kick and if we wanted a response Tom, that's one that's right there from Pierce Sweeney Absolutely, City will look uh, to get straight back into this one and it was a great shot from Pierce Sweeney, a corner kick now and the Big Bank have got much more into this now Now Derby go for the right hand side and this could be a good movement here from Forsyth gets slightly caught up in his feet, Forsyth and plays it into the middle. And a flick on by Hurrihan, who's forced to hold Josh Gear. Maybe a channeling ball there. The run made by Sonny Cox. And plenty of options to aim for in the middle if Sonny Cox can deliver. But he slows down the play and plays Jay Caprice. Caprice, though, creates a chance on himself and sends it in the middle. And flicked on. And Clyde has a go. And Derby throwing bodies in the six yard box as they scramble and clear to safety. But Sonny Cox, surely you have to accept more responsibility, be braver on that left-hand side and get the movement into the box. He laid off to Jacob Priest 
And it's clearly not paid off, Tom. Yeah, he shirked responsibility, didn't he? He thought that Caprice would deliver a better ball. And maybe he's right, but the, the, the reality was that the position that Cox found himself in, he, the, the better option was to put it in early. And once you give it away to Caprice, the defenders for Derby can get back, set their position, and it makes it much easier to defend. I think Cox has got to take a bit of responsibility there. And a triple change here, and Sparks, Coley and Joe White all coming on. But Kite and Caprice both taken off. Coldwell has taken off both fullbacks. And also James Scott who hasn't had the best off second half. He has kept Sonny Cox on, partnered by Josh Coley. Exeter might play on the ground now. They won't have too much threat in the aerial duels. No, I, I think you're right there. I mean, slightly odd, I suppose, to see Josh Coley partnering Sonny Cox, especially considering... You know, Josh Coley's only had 17 minutes of league action since his return from his loan spell at Harrogate Town. So we'll have to see how he does in the, the last 20 minutes. But I, I can't lie, I'm a little bit excited to see to see the two of them and how they, they work up top. Two pretty pacey uh, wingers normally, I suppose. Uh, but they're going to be playing on the inside channels. We'll have to see how they do. Now forward by Jamal Blackman towards Sonny Cox, who loses out with a header. Now Derby can break. They channels again and empty spaces for Exeter City. And this could be a shot on goal, you know, from Louis Sibley. And he played it across to him with goals. It could have been a shot, could have been a pass. And once again, Tom, I hate to repeat it, but Exeter caught out on the counters. Yeah, I don't really think if Louis Sibley knew if that was going to be a, a shot or a cross, to be honest. He had got David McGoldrick probably just in the on, on the wide left of his of his left eye. And he thought maybe he can get the ball to him, but then also the, the shot was on. So I think he was caught in between two minds there. And uh, well, in the end, it, it was a mixture of both and nothing really happened. But, I mean, McGoldrick again making a great run. And I think he, he's probably disappointed not to receive that ball. Now to the edge of the box. And a shot could come in here. But Chalke defends well. And still Chalke putting the pressure. Now Roberts on the left-hand side. Looking for the one-two. Roberts against Skin. It's delivered into the middle with the left foot towards McGoldrick. Hodges to the edge. And a shot coming in. And just over the bar, and Jamal Blackman stared it through. And I'm not sure he would have reacted had that hit the top corner. The shot almost taking the net off, but just wide off the target. And the shots keep coming and coming for the Rams. And Exeter looked knocked down once again, similarly to the game against Plymouth after they've conceded. Yeah, you really did think that Mendes Lang was going to fire that one into the back of the net in front of the St. James Road end, but wasn't to be. I would have put, put money on him scoring that, but... In the end, he didn't get that, that shot in the right area. And headed back into play. And now McGoldrick on the edge of the box, shooting opportunity. No, he offloads wide. And Derby still with a chance. It could be crossed back into play. And McGoldrick with a shot. And in. And it's that man again. David McGoldrick, cool as you like in the box. And Derby double their lead. And tribulation at the away end. And on the left of us as well, where the Derby fans are sitting. But you have to admit it, Tom, the Rams have deserved it. And David McGoldrick, quiet in the first half, but the outstanding performer in the second. And with his right foot, he doubles Derby's lead. Exeter City nil, Derby County two. And not much way back for Exeter City. Oh, what's happened, Michael? What's happened? I mean, what has happened is David McGoldrick is turned into his, his former self. He's rolled back the years, hasn't he? Premier like, League form. Absolutely. It was a wonderful strike from McGoldrick. And what can you do about it? 
what can you do about it? Derby have been excellent in the build-up in the second half, and McGoldrick has been firing on all cylinders. It's a brace for McGoldrick, and could he get his fourth hat-trick of the season? You wouldn't bet against it, would you, Michael? Now Exeter on the front foot. It's Josh Key with a crossing opportunity. It's floated into the middle, over the keeper, and it's in! Exeter right back into it. No, no, game. Goal has counted. Exeter right back into it. And I'm not sure got the final touch. I think it's Harry Kai on the goal line. Yeah, referee's giving it. Exeter City 1, Derby County 2. And in the blink of an eye, the game's turned to 180 degrees. City, number three, Jack Sparks. And it's Jack Sparks for City. I got this wrong now. I thought Harry Kai was in the mix. And with his first goal of the season, Jack Sparks pulls one back for Exeter City. What an introduction to this game, Tom. Wow. And the big bank is alive. Absolutely. What a goal it was. You didn't, I didn't know if it was going to be ruled out or not. Because uh, it felt like there could have been a, a, a bit of trouble in the middle. But yeah, Jack Sparks, who just about reached onto it, didn't he? To, to tap it into the, into the back of the net. Uh, well, they're right back in this one. A swift reply from City. And it's Exeter City 1, Derby County 2. Can they forge a comeback, Michael? And the goal drought as well is finally over for Exeter City. They haven't scored against Plymouth. They haven't scored in 77 minutes of football here at St. James Park. And the drought is over. And what a time to break it. It's going to be a corner kick now. James Scott is not on the pitch. So it's going to be Joe White to take it. Left footed as well towards that front post. Headed on towards the edge of the box. And may come now. Now to the, to the right side. Here's... Josh Key, still with Joe White, maybe left footed into the middle. No, it comes to Jack Sparks, who's going to have a go again. Oh, what a save. What a save from Joe Wellsman. Well, Jack Sparks, a moment away from having his best game for Exeter City. What a strike towards the roof of the net. And with his fingertips, Joe Wellsman tips it over the bar. And we don't even have time to review it. It's going to be another corner kick for Exeter City, delivered into the middle from White again. And just through the box. Wow, Tom, five minutes ago, who would have imagined that this could happen? Exeter City from zero to hero. And right back in it, are they City and Jack Sparks, where he knows how to forge a comeback. Well, of course, last year when he scored the winner, the Travella goal against Harrogate Town to come back to win that game 4-3. Jack Sparks very nearly had a little bit of input himself there in this game. You really wouldn't put it past City to get an equaliser in this one and well, in the current vein of form they're in, maybe even grab a winner. Maybe a bit early to say that. Ten minutes still to play here at St James Park. The City are in complete control. And Pedro Borges coming on to replace Kex Chauke. Not exactly all in from Gary Coldwell. Like against the Pilgrims, but nonetheless a more attacking midfielder brought on for City. Pushing forward. And it's going to come, Tom. Ten minutes to go in normal time. Let's hope it comes, Michael. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? But Pedro Borges coming on now. And he'll look to, to spark a little bit. Add a few new fresh legs. See what Derby can do. Can they deal with the new power uh, and the pace of the, the oncoming substitute? Now with Hartridge. And he might deliver into the middle. Now it goes into the box. And maybe a shot coming in. And fired over. Headed away now. Josh Coley with a shot. And it's going to be another corner. The Rams at the ropes here in front of the big bank as Exeter get another set piece. Yeah, absolutely. Down on the, the right-hand side now is City. They get another chance from a corner kick. And here we go. 
Now Joe White plays it short with Joski, something new, and delivered to the far post and added back in and over the keeper. And Joe Wellsmith just gets there ahead of Pierce Sweeney. There will be a minimum of six additional minutes. Six added minutes, six minutes for Exeter City to try and equalise six minutes for the Grecians to salvage a point at St James Park and earn their first point this month. Six minutes for the Grecians to build up on that momentum that they have gained in the last 20 or so minutes. And they have deserved the time, but six minutes, not enough, I think, really. Maybe elements of bias here from both of us. But surely Derby have been running down the clock in much more extended periods of time. Yeah, a bit conservative, really, from, from Alan Young. Six minutes, it should be more like ten, if I'm honest. Because the amount of time that Derby have had the ball out of play is just unbelievable. Time-wasting at every opportunity, but City have got to attack the game for the next six, and maybe they'll get something out of it. But here is Joe White in swinger towards the middle and headed over. Headed just over by, I think it is Archie Collins. 4x to Sitchard, it might have been Will Ameson there for the Grecians. But a corner wasted, Tom, and the Derby fans begin to sing. Time is almost out now. Nearly, but not yet, Michael, not yet. There's still a little bit of time to be played, but that really did feel like that chance, that last chance. And the referee blows the full-time whistle. And City could not quite snatch it at the death, Michael. No. It's ended here at St James Park. Exeter City 1, Derby County 2. Derby County take all three points away from the Grecians as they continue their push for a sixth place that would give them those playoffs to fight back for a return to the championship. As for Exeter City, they have lost again. Four defeats in a row, Tom. Something we hate to say. But watching all of these games, it just doesn't feel like Exeter lost four in a row. Some excellent performances. But today, Derby were dominant for 30 minutes in the second half. And it was enough to grab two goals that won the game. We knew that April was going to be difficult. We knew that that was going to be the case. And Derby County coming to, to St. James Park. I mean, it's never going to be an easy game, is it? City dropped down to 14th in League One. But for, as for Derby just outside the playoff places on goal difference now so I mean that's a huge result in the context of their season can they go on and snatch a playoff place we'll have to wait and see but as for City and I think they gave a good account of themselves today and yes no points but I think the the, the fans are going to be sent home with a bit of a smile on their face to be honest because that was another excellent performance we're still waiting on results coming in the EFL but at the moment it can be United and Accrington Stanley both failed to win in their games. This would mean that Exeter have officially confirmed survival in League One. Probably some positive news you would want in this game after the loss, Tom. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, still a little bit of time to be played over at the, the Abbey Stadium with Cambridge. Uh, but it looks almost certain that City will have confirmed survival uh, as we just tick into the eighth minute of added time over in Cambridge. And so, well, with, with them, uh, on 40 points is it and uh, and City on 53 it makes it impossible for City to, to go down now so 
yeah, this uh, one of two games left to, to finish. And it's full time in Cambridge. Cambridge have lost to Wickham Wanderers. And we can now announce Exeter City confirmed to stay in League One for another year. Probably sounding not great in the context of today. But nonetheless, Tom, a campaign to remember. And the Grecians will be playing in League One next year again. And it feels good to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Our first season back in League One and what a season it's been. So many great moments and survival confirmed for next season. So we get to do it all over again. I suppose it was never really in doubt, was it? At least after a few games into the season, you thought it would take a lot for City to, to slip into the relegation places. But you've seen it elsewhere. I mean, look at the fall of Oxford, for example. They were a similar position to us at halfway through the season and they've just fallen down and I suppose you can't take survival for granted in this league because it's a, it's a tricky league to stay in and you've got to be a good side to, to make your way up here. So, yeah, I'm very happy to, to see City confirm their spot in League One for next season. Absolutely. But today, as we said, it's ended Exeter City 1, Derby County 2. Thank you all very much for joining us this evening under the floodlights here at St. James Park. Exeter's next game will be away against Ipswich Town. And the final home game will be, of course, against Morecambe here on the 7th of May. So pack the park for the final game and support the Grecians as they look to gain even more points in what already was a very decent campaign. Thank you all very much for joining us, though, and have a great night. Goodbye. <laughs>